0: Listen as I interview Legal Dad from TikTok about current news in politics and his legal perspective on it. Welcome to Shout Your Cause with Sally Hendrick, a digital magazine where you can get found, get heard, and get inspired with content that challenges us to be globally minded. Our focus is on raising awareness around social justice issues, cultural differences, and to bring you the people dedicating their lives to tackling challenging topics as their way of giving back. Let us be your advocate to make your voices heard around the world. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Shout Your Cause. Today, I'm excited to interview Legal Dad. That's how he is known on TikTok. Legal Dad. Hello. How are you?
1: Good morning. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great. I have been watching you on TikTok for a couple of years now, and I really do appreciate how you are just matter of fact about things and very structured. You come with receipts. Um, I love how you also have um, lives with, uh, there's another attorney. What is his name? He's got glasses. Who?
1: That would be Barrister.
0: Barrister. Yeah, exactly. Like Barrister 424 or something like that. Yep. 242. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I love I love the discussions you guys have and how you also respond a lot to people on TikTok. And that's what really gets uh, the TikTok community going and the algorithm moving is when you have those continued conversations with people about pretty much current topics in the news. And you give the legal aspect the that perspective so that we know what's going on. And I really appreciate it.
1: Well, I appreciate you appreciating it and I enjoy doing it and I enjoy the interaction with people.
0: Yeah, it's been really great to see. Um, Today, you or yesterday, uh, just very, very recently, Trump testified and you had some comments to say about that. Why don't you go into what you've been talking about on TikTok and give us some insight?
1: Well, he was called to testify, which can happen in a civil trial. That can't happen in a criminal trial because you don't have to incriminate yourself, right? So many times defendants will not testify in a criminal trial, but this isn't that. This is civil. So he was called to testify, and he did. It started out, as I understand, a little contentious with the judge trying to keep him on topic, telling his lawyers to control the client. They took a break, and afterwards, the judge kind of let him go a little bit and just... Let him talk however he wanted to talk about things, which I think is probably the better thing, especially in a bench trial where there's no jury. The judge can weed out those sorts of things that are just grandstanding. So he's done now, and I think they're taking a break today, or at least nobody's testifying today. And then Ivanka Trump testifies on Wednesday, and then it will be the defense's turn to try and convince the judge that uh, what happened wasn't so terrible.
0: One thing I want to mention is that today is November the 7th, 2023, so whoever's listening to this, that'll give you some perspective as to the time point we're talking about. Would you rather work or would you rather play? If we're going to go through all of this business building stuff, it better be for something that we love doing, right? Take a moment to do this quick life purpose challenge to discover what makes you truly happy. It's free. Visit sallyhendrick.com forward slash life purpose. So is that what you made your video about when talking about Trump testifying or did you go into anything that he said?
1: I didn't really go into anything that he said specifically. Um, Other than this kind of ongoing notion that his financial statements have what he calls a worthless clause that he claims means you really can't take anything what he said at face value. And the video that I made and from my experience in doing real estate finance is that it doesn't really work that way. There will be reps and warranties, representations and warranties and loan documents that say everything I give you is right or it's mostly right, or it's materially right. So we're talking about minor mistakes are okay, but to intentionally mislead in these financial statements, even if there's something that says you can't take these at face value, that's not going to work. That's a red herring. And I think the judge will see through that.
0: Hmm, very interesting. It's, it will be interesting to see what comes. And by the time we get this episode published, I'm sure the trial will be you know, much more uh, past what we're talking about now. Um, what about Election Day? You said today is Election Day in many states. Where It's not happening here in Tennessee. We had ours a couple months ago, but uh, what is it that, what's going on today?
1: Well, there are a couple of gubernatorial elections in the South that should be close, and traditionally red states that have Democratic governors, particularly Kentucky. So we'll see what happens there. The entire Virginia legislature is up for election, including Jess Mother Runner, who is a well-known TikToker and has been on TikTok for quite some time. She's running for a legislative seat in Virginia, but probably the biggest one nationwide is the abortion referendum in Ohio, where they would attempt to enshrine abortion rights into the Ohio constitution. Um, And so that's happening today. And in fact, just a few months ago, they had a related election that would have required a 60% majority to change the constitution. And that failed. And everybody really understood that to mean you're going to try and and hinder uh, the abortion referendum by requiring this higher threshold. Uh, But that failed. So it's just 50 percent. And if 50 percent plus one today uh, say that abortion rights should be in the Ohio Constitution, then they will be.
0: Wow. Uh, My second episode that just came out last week uh, was about a woman in Tennessee who actually um had an abortion in New York because Tennessee had banned, you know, the type of abortion she needed. Her child was had fatal anomalies and then um, ended up dying in utero while she was in New York or somewhere between her appointments. And um, she is suing the state of Tennessee, and now she's running against a man that she called to ask for help to write a bill. And he was her representative, but he he just was very ignorant about women's health in general and um, ended up, it was very, then she's running against him. And so that's an interesting twist on that. Um, she's on TikTok, too. Her name's Allie Phillips. Um, and I interviewed Jess, mother runner. A few seasons ago on here to talk about um, what was going on in Virginia, and it was before she ran last time, um, and then she stopped and stopped her campaign, and then she started it again this time. So it'll be good to hear the news on that. Thanks for giving um, a a little synopsis of what's going on there. Turn what you know into what you do. Join the platform with the most ways to monetize what you know, whether it's online courses, coaching, memberships, podcasts, newsletters, communities, or more. Kajabi gives you all the tools you need to build, market, and sell it with just a few clicks. Sign up at sallyhendrick.com forward slash Kajabi. That's K-A-J-A-B-I. Also, you mentioned that a year ago was last year's election and this or not last year's election, but um, or what was one year ago? Say that again.
1: Well, there's elections every year. So last year, for example, was the Arizona election that where Carrie Lake is still suing people saying right. that she won a year later and now she's running for Senate, United States Senate in Arizona. Um, So every year we have new election things going on. It's not just those Olympics years where we have leap years and presidential elections. But every November, there are elections going on in some states.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I, I didn't realize that it had already been a year since Carrie Lake lost.
1: Time flies.
0: Wow. Was that for governor?
1: Yep. She ran for governor.
0: Now, what's the scandal that's happened this year with the governor that that a lot, some stuff was made up and I'm not sure what was going on with the one that beat her?
1: Oh, there's been all sorts of stuff that's been going on. So there were claims of fraud and there were claims of interference by Mexican cartels and it just got stranger and stranger. And of course, none of it is so, but it doesn't prevent people from claiming it.
0: So did you hear about the um, Franklin mayoral election in Tennessee? There was a woman named Gabrielle Hansen, and this journalist named Phil Williams created this whole, uh, he went and found this whole story about these white supremacist groups that were supporting her and showed up at a town meeting to protect her. And it, it she ended up losing in a landslide, like 80 to 20%.
1: I did not hear about it, but doesn't surprise me.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, is there anything else that's current going on that you would like to talk about?
1: Well, it seems like there's a bunch of conflict in the world, but I'm not an expert on Israel-Palestine matters, so best to leave that to the military experts, not me. Right. Uh, But there's just always something happening, Um, you know, as of the making of this, at least on... November the 7th, there was some polling out that suggests Joe Biden isn't doing very well in some swing states that he won last time. Question, of course, is, are these polls right? Are they polling the proper people? Uh, Of course, Biden hasn't been doing any campaigning. um, And people just seem kind of generally upset, even though the economy seems to be doing relatively well. So time will tell um, as to whether any of those polls are correct. But Democrats have to make sure that they don't take anything for granted, as Republicans are not, um, and actually get out and campaign and vote when it comes time.
0: Yeah, very important to vote and to research a little bit before you go and push the buttons on the screen. Absolutely. Because you we get something mailed to us. Do you get something sent to you as well?
1: We do. Nevada is now a, a mail-in state, so you can choose to mail in your ballot if you wish, or you can take it directly to the election department, or you can vote in person on election day if you are so inclined. So the COVID emergency rules basically became codified in Nevada. Um, And of course, the goal, at least from my perspective, should be 100% turnout. Everybody who's eligible to vote should be encouraged to vote, and it should be made easy for them to vote. That's obviously contrary to what some people think, but I like the everybody votes model.
0: Yeah, I do, too. It's that's the only real way for a democracy and people overseas are really surprised that in the presidential election, about half the eligible voters will vote. And then uh, they're surprised that um, that it's even less in other, you know, other times when you're not voting for the president, the all the in-between elections because they are very uh very much involved in their politics and in voting. And it, it I feel like some countries, especially in Europe, really feel like they have a say in things because they have multiple parties, not just two. Nope. You know, uh they have like five, six, seven different ones that, you know, depending on what country you're talking about. So I do feel like we've got limitations here because of really you just have the democratic and the republican sides of things to be able to um get candidates that can actually win do you want to stand out from the crowd with your content come discover how to market yourself as an expert as a change maker as a positive influence on other people's lives With the Exponential Marketing Club, you will learn the ins and outs of content marketing that makes a difference in the world. Visit sallyhendrick.com forward slash club.
1: Well, the Republicans seem to be showing, at least recently, that maybe they aren't one party. And you can kind of see how if the United States had multiple political parties where some of those lines would be drawn, you know, we could very easily have three or four parties within the Democrats. And it looks like the same within the Republicans, but they're all forced into a two-party system. It would be interesting to see what would happen if we had multiple parties and more of a parliamentary system when it comes to parties.
0: Yeah, it would be interesting. I mean, if that's what happens, that's what happens. And it will have to suffer through for a few years, but I think a lot of Democratic people will also try to make a choice uh, between the others if they feel so inclined or are more moderate than... um, than just being in the Democrat, being registered Democrat.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So I'm curious, uh, have you and Bar- the barrister had any discussions lately?
1: Just in general.
0: On on TikTok, your your lives that you do.
1: I haven't seen him in a live in a while. He hasn't done them in a couple of days, and I was out of town last week, so I just kind of been popping in for. 15 or 20 minutes part of the problem is the time difference so he likes to start them right when we're having dinner
0: ah gotcha
1: because he's three hours ahead so he's starting around nine eastern time which is six pacific time and we're sitting down for dinner and then cleaning up and by the time we're done it's an hour into it and they're already established so
0: well what's he been talking about what's he been talking about lately online
1: well He doesn't do too many videos. He mainly does the lives and he just kind of lets the flow go with whatever people want to talk about. So he doesn't usually come into a live with a set topic. Uh. Um, He invites people up and, you know, especially people who have differing opinions so they can discuss those opinions. And sometimes that goes well and sometimes it doesn't.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I, I've seen him. I like how he responds, too. He does really well responding. You, The both of you kind of have similar platforms in that manner, uh, but I have seen you a lot more. I haven't seen him lately, and, and it probably is because he's doing a lot of lives.
1: Yeah, you kind of got to catch his live in the evening to see what Barrister's thinking because he doesn't do as many videos. I do a lot more videos than he does, and I don't spend nearly as much time being live.
0: Gotcha. So is there anything else um, that maybe that's going on with the Supreme Court that you've got uh, anything to say about or?
1: Yeah, the court today, in fact, I was just reading this before we hopped online, the court today heard one of the gun cases, and this is the one that asks whether guns can be taken away from somebody who has a domestic violence restraining order yeah. um, or or potentially other orders. This, this will at least initially be a domestic violence type thing, but you can see how it could be expanded. Um, And it sounds like from the Washington Post piece that I'm reading that the justices are inclined to say that that's okay. Uh, Even Kavanaugh was suggesting that that's, it doesn't really seem like it's that difficult to say that somebody with a domestic violence restraining order should not have guns. And of course that takes away the whole shall not be infringed argument from the second amendment crowd that says, It's somehow absolute, which clearly the Second Amendment is not. The Supreme Court has already held as much. But um, this could suggest some paring back of recent decisions that suggests that gun rights are very expansive.
0: That's interesting. Maybe that's going to be a way forward and finally have some sort of, you know, sensical legislation around guns.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, of course, that will be tested. So if, it say, if you say a domestic violence restraining order recipient cannot have guns, well, then what about a former felon or um, a different kind of you know, not a domestic violence restraining order, but some other kind of restraining order or somebody who has made threats like the guy in Maine apparently had been making threats and just seemed generally unstable. So you'll see more progressive states, I think, if this decision comes down the way it looks like it will, start to test the boundaries of that decision and start to take or attempt to take guns away from people um, who don't just have domestic violence in their history, but other suggestions of past or future violence.
0: Wow. That's that's a whole lot going on, a lot to think about. Well, I appreciate how you shared everything today. I think that If anyone wants to go listen to you on TikTok, just look up legal dad and you'll find uh, him there. And um, I really appreciate everything you're doing to, you know, talk to people sensibly to help them understand what's going on online, because it's really hard to find somebody that you can trust and count on. And I just am great, grateful that you're there.
1: Well, I appreciate it. And, uh, Thank you very much. I will continue to try and do my best. And thanks for having me on the show.
0: Awesome. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening today. My name is Sally Hendrick. Be sure to visit our website for show notes and more information on how you can inspire others. If you would like to contribute content to our magazine, please apply on our website at shoutyourcause.com.